Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm Gina Meyer. I'm a doctor of physical therapy committed to empowering every woman to live a vibrant, fulfilling, experience-seeking, and healthy life. It is my pleasure to have Patrice Benning on the podcast today. She is a certified financial planner who has made it her mission to empower women in her work. Uh, she's also a runner, and I'm really excited to chat with her about her journey and her and get some of her insights. So welcome, Patrice. Thank you, Gina. Such a pleasure to be to be here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad to have you. I'm glad we could finally figure out a time. And I'm really excited to hear more about you. So before we jump into some of the questions, Patrice, why don't you give listeners just a little more background on who you are? Well, I would say um, the fact that we got connected is because I am a runner myself. And um, that's probably something that came later in my life. But um, I'm a mom of two boys, teenagers. Uh, college is uh, staring straight into my eyes right now, probably a little menac- menacingly. Um, and also the emotional roller coaster that comes to being uh, the parent of, of a senior. Um, I, I'm also a certified financial planner. I work for a firm that truly supports kind of the vision and the, the goals that, um, myself and three of my colleagues have said about two years ago to work with women. Um, but yeah, at the end of the day, um, running is what fills my, fills my cup. My family fills my cup and being surrounded by, amazing friends and um, incredible people is something that I don't, I don't take for granted ever. Yeah. We align on so much. Um, and I'm not sure if I shared with you that I'm a parent of a senior as well. I have a daughter. Um, so oh, I'm on that ride okay. with you. I'm on that ride with you. It's an intense <laughs> one. Um, yes. Yeah. But, um, but exciting too. So, well, awesome. Let's jump right in. Um, and just, I, you know, I love to have guests on and um, this year I've been talking about boldness of spirit and mm-hmm. what boldness means to my guests and how you are bold in your life, Patrice. Um, can you speak to that a little bit for me? Absolutely. Um, I think I, I was actually uh, born and raised in Romania and I, I grew up during very interesting times, um, including under communism. And I got to see my parents uh, become entrepreneurs um, after the regime ended. But it was definitely a place where being bold was not good. You know, yeah. you had to conform. You had to really uh, stay quiet. We had curfews. I when I was in third grade, my my mom um, wanted to for, wanted for me to to learn a second language, and I chose English, and that was a prohibited language because it was a progressive and, and a Western language. But nevertheless, she she allowed me to do that. So I would sneak to a tutor's house once a week with the books in under my wow. under my shirt <laughs> um, because if I was caught, um, my parents potentially would be thrown in jail. So it was I would say. From that point on, it I I've always had my mom as a role model, and even going forward, if there's one thing that she taught me is that change is my only constant, and not being afraid of change was probably the the biggest thing that probably guided my life. And I decided to I I later moved to the United States. I got married very young. I got married at um, 18 and a half. I'm still married to the same guy 26 years later. <laughs> um, and I would say that for for me 
not get not settling, not getting comfortable. Not just say that that's it's nothing wrong with that, but I would say not accepting the status quo has been something that I've tried to to go by. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What an amazing story. I had no idea. And I think, oh, what an amazing mom you had that she's like, you know what, this is prohibited, but we're going to do it. We're going for it. Um, I mean, and how that must have shaped you as a young child to be allowed to, you know, grow in that way. Was that amazing? It, it really was. I mean, she, she really, she started her own business. Um, it was, this was 1990. And probably mortgaged, you know, at the time prior to prior to the 1989 revolution, there's no such thing as entrepreneurship. There's no such thing as being a business owner. And she was a visionary and she saw an opportunity and, and took risks. And in life, unless we take risks, we, we don't know if we can succeed or not. And so I would say watching her start a business with my dad and she literally started a grocery store because Romania is a country of four seasons we don't have tomatoes in the winter or strawberries or watermelon but she figured out that you know there's a way to get those fruits from warmer climate countries and there's a way to import and if people were willing to pay a higher price then she could sell that and honestly she basically established this business model that was not there before and um, seeing her be not just the business owner but she was the accountant she was the salesperson behind the those um, you know, what do you call it? behind the counter? Um, she was the tax person. Um, you know, she was the buyer, the seller. And I, I was always in awe of her just because I, you know, I'm, I'm not that person now. I, I work for an incredible firm. Um, but I would say just having, having her and watching her strength and resilience is definitely something that as a young girl, and even to this day, she's, you know, still continues to amaze me. Yeah. Oh, man, so much in there to talk about. Um, I think like what's really resonating for me right now, too, is the this example that we can be for our children. Um, and I know you mm-hmm. said you have uh, two boys and I have four kids. And I think, you know, we do these things. We try to be bold in our lives and be unafraid um, for ourselves, but also to set this example for our kids that your mom set for you. I mean, it's just amazing stuff. And the ripple effect of that that continues on for generations. Um, I love how you say, don't be afraid of change. Um, I actually just heard today a lyric and I and I keep this running list of of quotes and, and such. And, and and the lyric was nobody wins afraid of losing. And I loved that because we just have to be unafraid and go out and live our lives. And it sounds like, you know, that's kind of what you were getting at with this. Don't be afraid of change. Change is going to come. It's the constant in your life. So we have to go out unafraid. Right. And um, and do our best to, to know, live vibrant lives. So um, I love all of that. Thank you for sharing the story of your mom. Um, Let's talk a little bit about, I know you're a runner um, and, you know, I know as, as a runner and an athlete, we, we work a lot with mindset. Mindset is important for, you know, athletics, but it's important in life too. And I know you know that Patrice, will you share with us what you feel like is one of the more important components or the most important component of a good mindset? So what's, what's interesting is that I'm, um, I finally, I finally wrapped my mind around committing to being a runner. I would say that up to, I would say, I don't know, 18 months ago, if you had asked me, you know, um, or if if we were in conversation, I would say, Gina, I like to run. 
I wouldn't tell you I was a, I was a runner and there's a distinct difference between liking to run or being a runner. If I tell you, I like to run, you're going to think, all right, Patrice, maybe goes out a couple of days a week and she likes to get a run in. If I tell you I'm a runner, you're going to, wow, like, you know, she's committed. There's probably a schedule. There's a routine there. Um, there's a whole different thing that she does because she's a runner. She, she identifies as one. And I think, you know, what was it? Five years ago, I ran my first marathon. Um, and five years ago I turned 40 um, five years ago, I, you know, I was trying to check all kinds of boxes because that's what we do. We try to prove lots of things to ourselves at certain times in our lives. And that's when I was like, all right, I'm running a marathon. I hiked up Mount Whitney. I did a Ragnar race with seven other amazing women. Um, and, you know, per- personally, I was very, I felt very accomplished, but after doing the marathon, it was kind of like, all right, I'm done. I, I did that. <laughs> I don't I don't need to do anything else. And I literally I did a bunch of other races between then and now. But I started my my running community group. We have this unofficial running group um, that we all just kind of different people, different ages, different body types, you know, and we all run together and we people started going, Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna sign up for this marathon or that race. And Kind of, you know, that's the best kind of peer pressure. And you go, oh, I, I think I want to do that. Oh, like Boston, what's that? Like, and honestly, um, I, I don't think I share this with you, but um, I just, I ran the Big Bear Ravel, uh, Big Bear to Redlands, and I did qualify for Boston for the oh first time. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And that's not an easy race. Wow. Congratulations. Thank, thank you. But it's, I, I am, again, I ran one marathon five years ago and I ran three this year. And honestly, that doesn't make me an experienced marathoner at all. There is, I think, as all runners know, you can train as hard as you want to. You can have everything going for you, but you there's just a tad bit of luck that yeah. has to happen where all the, your body has to be just perfect and your legs and your nutrition. But when it comes to mindset, just to wrap it up, I think for me, um, not attaching yourself to the actual goal. I know obviously Boston was important, but I think the more we want something and, and the more we we let it become this huge thing in our mind, it can really cause, it can really be the thing that hinders us from attaining it. So I think the the thing for me is that I started the race with, all right, well, if it's meant to be, I've trained, I've, you know, done everything I possibly could to, to do well, but there's things that are going to be beyond my control, but I'm going to figure out how to get to that. And I don't know, I, I pulled it off. Hopefully I get to run it just because, just because you qualify, I don't get to run it, but I, I built a 10 minute cushion. So I think I'm good. That's amazing. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. Huge. Um, and super excited for you. I think what I'm hearing here in the mindset piece is just, you know, the flexibility that we have to have, you know, um, to be flexible with our goals and give ourselves grace. If we maybe don't, you know, like you said, you can train hard and this goes for life too. You can do all the things and sometimes you just get unlucky or you get lucky and it's just the way that, you know, the cookie crumbles kind of thing. Um, so I love that. I also like the story of you deciding that you were a runner. And I think this is applicable to life too, because I feel like once we name it, whatever it is in our life, 
we kind of then start to embrace it. So, you know, my challenge to anyone out there listening today who's maybe on the fence or struggling with, you know, a goal that's on their heart or just telling yourself, I am bold. I am strong. I have gifts to share. These are things that we can tell ourselves. We give it a name and then we embrace it and we live it out. Um, and I just really love that. And anyone out there listening today who thinks they're not a runner, that they just like to run, if you're out there running, you're a runner. Okay? Yeah. Yes. Yes, you are. <laughs> yes, you are. I was, I was a runner five years ago. I wish I had embraced that back then. And I am, I'm glad that I, you know, better late than never. And I'm, I have to say that whatever it is, whatever you're passionate about, make that yours and, and run with it. For yes. lack of a better word, yes. run with it. So good. <laughs> Um, okay, I want to talk a little bit about strength through struggle. Um, this is an ongoing theme for me in this podcast for the last many years. I firmly believe that every struggle shapes us. It helps us to become more full versions of the person we're meant to become. Can you speak to that a little bit, Patrice? Have you found that through struggle you've grown stronger and that struggle has shaped you? I I can absolutely talk about that. I um, I have to say that for you know, even, even in what I do now, um, I, I end up doing what I do now just because I've seen, you know, my story goes back to when my, when my father-in-law passed away, my mother-in-law struggled truly to find, um, resources available to her that she can go to a, a person to talk to about, you know, everything she was going through, not just, financially but I find emotionally and her two sons I would say that you know one that I'm married to were not necessarily like the right people to to talk to and and I sort of made a promise back then that I would one day be in a position to help women of or or families whatever whatever it is to find a way a safe space for them to be able to have a conversation around things that maybe are not something that we like to talk about. But in order for me to to get to that place, I had to really, really work hard. Um, I had to study, uh, go back to school in my 40s. I'll tell you, it's it's not it's not ideal. Um, <laughs> juggling, juggling a family, uh, juggling soccer schedules, um, juggling work. And, you know, studying early in the morning, studying late at night um, for about two and a half years so that I can then get ready to take a really hard test. But that allowed me and empowered me then to take my career to the next level. And it, it really, I think sometimes when we go through struggles, we think that there's no end in sight. Um, and I had to really... I honestly, if it wasn't for mindfulness and calming myself, calming my mind to really be present, to really think about why am I doing what I'm doing? What's my why? And I, you know, I was, I was fortunate to have two good mothers, my, my mom and my mother-in-law. And I did lose my mother-in-law six years ago to ALS. And it was really, I said, I, I made a promise to myself and this is why I'm doing what I'm doing. But it's, and it was also something that I can share and that my, my own boys saw me go through, I would say, um, you know, it was, they were, they were definitely trying to be empathetic in their own way. But to me, it was kind of the thing where showing that if you try really hard, 
And if it's something that you really, really want, it's possible. Yeah, I love all of this. And, you know, it is, it's, it's so true. And, you know, every struggle that we go through, we grow. And it sounds like you, you know, you, you grew a lot through these things that you faced and, and you're able to, you know, hopefully pass some of that growth onto your children. Um, and it's just, if we, it's hard to see it when we're in the middle of it though, you know, it's hard to see, okay, I'm growing, you know, it's really just like you're kind of trying to survive in some of these moments in life, but on the other side, you can look back and say, wow. Um, so thank you for sharing that. Uh, Okay, I, as we move towards wrapping up, I wanted to just give you the opportunity, Patrice, to just put any other words of encouragement out there um, for anyone who might be listening today. Um, so I'll let you do that now. If, if there's anything, I think that my, my takeaway, even as life unfolds for, for people, is that find your village. I think even as even as I struggled even if I struggled balancing life and family and career or workload whatever it is having someone around you doing something that you can escape that you know it's yours um, I think is so important Um, just because what you learn is that you're not alone just like when you become a parent and your kids throw the biggest tantrums and you think, my goodness, mine must be the only kids that throw tantrums. And then you meet, you meet another mom and she's like, she'll say, my kids throw tantrums. And you say, really? Wow. But I'm not alone. That's fantastic. And so I would say is that there's, there's, we're all out there. And I am so, so grateful that I have amazing, amazing friends um, that I found running that I have family that I can share things with. And I really, you know, at the end of the day, that's what keeps me sane and it keeps me alive and keeps me going. So I'm very, you know, it's, I think at the end of the day is finding your village because they will, they'll, they'll take care of, we take care of each other. And I think in the end, we'll, we'll keep us all longer, alive longer too as well. Yeah, I love that. So true. I mean, connected, we're so much stronger. Um, and connected, I feel like we, you know, our, our ability to affect the world is just multiplied. So I love that. Um, will you now give the listeners, if you would like, um, it just information on how to get connected with you, if you want to talk a little bit about herself by Morton, um, or any of that that you would like to share as well, uh, Patrice, feel free to do yeah. that. Absolutely. Um, just the you know, to, to your point, like I mentioned earlier, um, I work for Morton Wealth and we started, this is an educational only platform, really. It was, it was formed um, to help women um, to provide resources and, and create a space where women can ask questions. But we've done now where we are on, we're on social media, uh, we're underneath herself underscore by underscore Morton. So you can find us there. Uh, we've put little, we put videos together. We put reels, uh, posts. We, we, we also have um, inv- events in person. We'll do lunch and learns. Our office is in Calabasas, uh, California. Um, but I would say is that's something that we will continue to uh, provide new content and not just educational, but anything that's around life planning, just because really investments. It's just one piece of the puzzle. Um, our, our life around it is definitely more 98% of everything else that we have to deal with. So 
um, you know, pretty soon we're going to also, we're going to be on YouTube as well. So, so stay tuned for that. But right now I'd say the, the best way to do that is you can go on Instagram and um, you can follow us. And also you can sign up for our newsletter through the link as well. So that's, that would be, that's the, the best place to go. Awesome. Yeah. And I, I definitely encourage everyone to check it out. Um, such good information to be had there. Um, one thing that st- stands out for me is the thriving beyond the grind. And I feel like as women, sometimes we're just grinding. We're put, you know, we're just so willing to give and give and give. And we need to also focus on taking care of ourselves and thriving. Um, and I really think this platform helps women do that. So thank you for your work there. Um, it's really powerful. Um, and with that, it has been a pleasure uh, to have you on the podcast. Um, I'm going to finish up with a quick, a couple quick little rapid fire questions, and then we'll and then we'll close it out. Okay, Patrice. Sounds good. Okay, awesome. Um, so, just to put a little more positivity out there, will you share with us a few simple things in your day to day, Patrice, that bring you joy? Hug my children, and um, I would say dance at least for like 30 seconds uh-huh. in the mirror when nobody's watching. I love it. Yes. Awesome. All right. The last one is a complete the sentence. I'll start the sentence and then you can complete it. Um, so the sentence starts like this. Together we can. And you complete the sentence. Together we can. Together we can connect, uplift, and empower Yes. Yes. And there it is. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I truly appreciate it. And it was a pleasure to connect with you. I hope to see you in the community. Thank you so much, Gina. Awesome. And thank you listeners for coming on this ride with us. Uh, We hope you got a few um, little tidbits from the, the conversation that will lift you up because we know connected, we are stronger. Connected, we can rise. 